Hi, I'm Brett Robinson. Welcome to the Redeeming Hope Podcast, where we share biblical truths that'll give you real hope. What is real hope? It's a hope that is relevant, energizing, authentic, and linked to Jesus. As I was getting ready to prepare the content for today's podcast, the tragic events unfolded in Europe with uh, Russia invading Ukraine. And as all these things were going on, I felt compelled to think deeply and to wait on God as to what to actually say in today's podcast. So as a result, I've decided to interrupt my series about speaking about God's will and God's timing And as I waited on God as to what to actually speak on today, I felt it would be important to speak about the power of prayer in times of crisis. It's very easy when we look at the crisis in Ukraine to feel a sense of frustration that we cannot do more or that nothing we do will make a real difference. For many of us, we are far away, but we must take heart and remind ourselves of what the Word of God says, that the power of prayer can make a difference, that the prayer of even one man or one woman or one child can make a difference. I'd like to read for you from James chapter 5, verse 16 and 17. And it says this in the Passion Translation. Confess and acknowledge how you have offended one another, and then pray for one another to be instantly healed. For tremendous power is released through the passionate, heartfelt prayer of a godly believer. You see, friends, Even the prayer of one person who prays passionately, who prays a heartfelt prayer, believing in God, believing that their prayer can and will make a difference, believing that God, through the power of prayer, can make a difference in someone else's life, can bring healing, can bring restoration. Another translation says, the prayer of a righteous man avails much. The passage carries on to say, Elijah was a man with human frailties, just like all of us. But he prayed and received supernatural answers. He actually shut the heavens over the land so there would be no rain for three and a half years. And how can we forget the tremendous story of how at the end of those three and a half years, he goes and sits with his servants up top a mountain and begins to pray for God to bring rain. And how he sends his servants again and again to check and to give him feedback on what he's seeing. And eventually he sees a cloud the size of a man's hand. And as he continues to pray, a rainstorm begins to brew and eventually he begins to run as fast as he can 
to get ahead of the rain and the heavens open and the rain falls down. But the point I want to bring some emphasis to right now is that phrase, the prayer of a righteous man avails much. You see, when we read that, for many of us, we're going to disqualify ourselves because we are aware of our own shortcomings. And because of that, we think, well, will God really hear my prayer? Will my prayer really make a difference? And that's why I love the encouragements in this passage, where it says, Elijah was a man with human frailties, just like all of us. But he prayed and received supernatural answers. Friends, I want to say to you today, do not disqualify your prayers or your faith because of your shortcomings. We are forgiven and redeemed because of the shed blood of Jesus. You see, the, righteous, the righteousness that we have is not of ourselves. It's given to us through faith in what Jesus has done through the work of the cross. He bestows his righteousness upon us and therefore our prayers do count. The next point I want to make is that God calls upon his people to pray. In 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14 it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and heal their land. If you are called by the name of the Lord, if you are called a Christian, then if you call yourself a believer, then God calls you his people. He calls upon us as his people to humble ourselves and to pray and seek his face and he says that when we do that that he will hear from heaven and that he will bring forgiveness and that he will bring healing and restoration and deliverance isn't that beautiful so let's not forget that as believers each and every one of us is called upon by the Lord to pray Let's remember the example that Jesus set for his own disciples. Jesus taught his disciples to connect with God, to engage with God, to receive power from on high through the power of prayer. His disciples would have witnessed Jesus many, many times, praying together with them, leading them in prayer as a group. They would have witnessed him withdrawing to be on his own, to spend time with the Father, praying. They would have witnessed him many times ministering to people and praying for them and praying to the Father. He taught his own disciples the power of prayer. It says in 2 Corinthians 10.14, that prayer has tremendous power. It says, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power 
to demolish strongholds. And friends, by God's grace, we have power to demolish strongholds. It's as we connect with God and engage with God through faithful prayers that God can supernaturally do that which we can never do on our own. By God's grace, we have power to demolish strongholds. I'm sure as you've looked upon the terrible war that is being fought in the Ukraine, that probably, like me, you've also felt distressed and heartbroken at what's going on there. The war is both unnecessary and evil and breaks our hearts for the innocent people caught up in it. But we must remember what Jesus told us concerning the end times. He spoke about signs of the end of the age. And you should actually go and read the whole of chapter 24 in the book of Matthew, which talks about it. But for the sake of time, I'm just going to read a few verses. In verse 6 to 8, it says, and this is Jesus speaking, You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All of these are the beginning of birth pains. I'm going to skip ahead in the same chapter to verse 12. I'm going to read until verse 14. It says, Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Friends, we are living in the last days. And in these days, we're going to see signs of the end of the age. As we look around us in the world, we can see many of these signs that Jesus mentioned. The wars, the rumors of wars, kingdom against kingdom, nation against nation, the famines, the earthquakes. And he taught us that these are the beginnings of birth pains. But he gives us tremendous hope as well. And I want to emphasize this. And he says that this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And God's heart is that in these difficult times, that people's hearts would turn to him and they would call on him. And God's call on us as his people is to boldly declare his word to boldly declare his name and to give testimony to his goodness to his nature to who he is to his heart of love that people's hearts may turn that they may call on the name of the lord many times it's in times of distress that people will actually finally open their hearts to God. 
second peter chapter 3 verse 9 it says that god is not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance and in the middle of what's going on in ukraine in russia throughout the rest of the world as we all look on god's heart is that none should perish but that all should come to repentance that word repentance simply means that we turn to god we turn from our wicked ways and we acknowledge god we acknowledge the divinity of god the sovereignty of god we acknowledge who he is and that through him all men may be saved romans 10 verse 13 says for everyone who calls on the name of the lord will be saved let us lift up the name of jesus in the distressing times in which we live the world needs hope and they can and should find hope in the name of jesus let us pray that many many people in these times will turn to god call on his name and find salvation in the middle of these days of upheaval and conflict and uncertainty i want to end with this how then should we pray well we should pray with compassion we should pray with conviction we should pray fervently frequently and filled with scripture and led by the spirit of god and we can do that by simply inviting the spirit of god into all of our prayers we come before god with humility lord i come before you now as your son as your daughter lord i don't even really know how to pray but I thank you that I can call upon your name. And I ask you right now, Holy Spirit, to show me how I can pray. And as we do that, and we begin to pray on the Spirit, and we wait on God, and we read his word, God's Spirit will begin to prompt us and to lead us and show us how to pray. God may show us how to pray broadly for the people there, and he may even show you how to pray very specifically for specific people in a specific time in a specific place be open to the leading of god because as we pray led by the spirit of god god can powerfully do that which we could never do in our own strength and in our might i'm going to end by reminding you today the way we started that the prayer of a, the fervent prayer of a righteous man or a righteous woman avails much. That the passionate prayer, heartfelt prayer of any godly believer releases tremendous power and can and will make a difference in this world and in the lives of other people. There are people in Ukraine in Russia and people in power all over the world who are seeking to make a difference in these difficult times. They need our prayers. And I'm here to remind you today 
that you can and should be praying into these circumstances and to the lives of these people. Don't put it off. Don't rely on someone else. Say, Lord, I'll be the one to stand in the gap. I'll be the one to offer up my prayers, knowing that as you do, your prayer makes a difference. Thanks for tuning in. I pray that the message of God's Word will build your faith and develop a hope that is so strong it's like an anchor for your soul. Go ahead and subscribe and why not share the message with a friend?